it's Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. He loops out the left field, going to be a tough play. Gino on the run, makes the play. Wow. flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. There it goes. Deep to left, really deep. Oh, my goodness, what a shot by Aaron Judge. home run to the back end of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. Oh, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees win. Yankees win. He's going on, guys. This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Hope everybody's doing all right. You know, same old shit here. Um, episode 140 of the podcast today. Episode 140 here on July 1st. First day of spring training 2.0, I guess. 2.0, we'll call it. Um, Got to be happy about it, though, man. The Yanks are starting to prep up, and we're, we're getting ready to uh, give this a go, at least, you know. Um, Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm cautious, obviously. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm trying to stay optimistic that this will work and um, we can get a baseball season after all. You know, so I'm proud that Rob Manfred is going to try and give this a go. I'll give him credit there. Um, you know, I know that spring training is going to consist more of like workouts and inter-squad, intra-squad games, you know, as opposed to your typical, you know, 30-game schedule in the spring that's going to be televised. So we're probably not getting any of that, but still, you know, the season is going to begin sooner rather than later. You know, it's going to be a 60 game schedule um, that ranges from July 23rd to, you know, your typical end of October um, ways. So it's going to be fun, you know, and I know that they're trying to, I did a little bit of a research um, before and what they're going to do, you know, to try and limit, travel and stuff like that to, to limit the spread of the virus. They're going to do these, you know, they're going to split it into um, like a 40, 20 schedule. So where 40 games are going to take place inside of your own division. So the Yankees will play 40 games against American league East opponents. And then they're going to play 20 games against, you know, your geographical division um, and interleague play. So for the Yankees, their case, it'll be the NL East. You know, where they'll be playing the Mets, the Braves, uh, I think the Marlins and the Nationals, who they actually open up against. Um, so that's going to be interesting, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we're going to get to that in a second. You know, we're going to talk about the schedule and, and break it down maybe a little bit too and make some predictions, which will be fun. Um, you know, obviously we're going to talk about the roster. You know, there's going to be some changes there. The 60-player pool, we'll talk about that. Um you know, some other things as well, you know, the rule changes, some of the deadlines that we're seeing, 
being changed and you know so there's some things to talk about and obviously uh we'll wrap it up later in the show with the nyy nyk question of the day but yeah that's what we're going to head into tonight we're uh we're just going to talk about the yanks and how they're going to start prepping up today you know today's the first day of camp i actually saw a picture of torres and urshela heading to camp inside a yankee stadium with their masks on and um so i'm excited i'm excited to start revamping things up again and I think it's going to be fun. You know, I just hope it can work out. So that's pretty much that for the opening. You know, there's not much else to really dive into um, to open up. So we'll, we'll dive into things and pick everything apart um, as soon as we get back from break. So let's let's a uh, little plug here. Be right back. fellas really quick before we continue with the show i just want to remind you if you haven't yet subscribed to bd4 be sure to do so right now just go to ny sports talk rc dot wordpress dot com forward slash connect how they're doing it is so in this 60 player pool they're picking 30 players to start their active roster on opening day so it's going to be a 30 man active roster on july 23rd um and then once they are 15 days into the season they're cutting it down to 28 and then once they're 29 days into the season see how they're doing it they're going to cut it down to 26 you know and um you know, I think the new rule, this isn't just because of Corona. I think the new rule was and is still going to be that you can carry as many pitchers as you want now. Um, you know, so it's going to be it's going to be different, you know, some ways. So we're going to have to, I guess, get used to this new roster format uh, for the most part. You know, um, I know you're permitted also you're permitted to teams are permitted to carry, I think, three players from their taxi squad on road trips, you know, and I think one of those three must be a catcher. That's also what I read about. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be different, you know, obviously with some new roster changes and these different rules. Um, you know, a lot of folks are looking at this universal DH that we're going to be implanting now um, as an experiment this season. I have no issue with it. You know, I do have an unpopular opinion to where I don't hate, not that I love, but I really don't mind or don't really care about seeing Pitcher's bat doesn't bother me as much as everybody else, but at the same time, I am open to a universal DH going forward, not just for 2020. I don't mind if it were to be, you know, a permanent change. Um, so we're doing that. Um, there's also this three batter minimum rule that I also think is going to be a permanent change. You know, pitchers who relief pitchers who come in have to face at least three batters, obviously, unless the inning ends. Um, so I don't love that. I feel like that's a little too much tinkering, you know, 
the pitching changes can get tiring. Sure. You know, pitchers playing, you know, managers playing matchups and mixing and matching and all that shit. Does it get annoying? Yeah, but it's part of the game. I've always felt like that was part of baseball. Um, kind of using that strategy and trying to, uh, you know, counter other teams attack. So I don't know. I don't love that three batter minimum rule. I also don't love this whole extra inning man on second base thing. Um, yeah, I've always felt like baseball should have been a game. It is a game where you have to earn everything, right? That's why, you know, hitting 300, which is equivalent to getting out or to not getting a hit 70% of the time. That's why it's considered elite getting out 70% of the time is, or, you know, not getting a hit 70% of the time rather is considered elite because in baseball, everything is supposed to be tough. It's supposed to be tough to get on base. It's supposed to be difficult to work your way to second base into scoring position even. And to just throw that out there, like automatically giving the, the hitting team the advantage in, in the 10th inning, putting a runner in scoring position, I just feel like that's way too much. That's that's going against the fundamentals of the game. And I feel like that's not really what we're supposed to be doing in baseball. I feel like that's too much of a gimmick. That's something you see in some kind of video game. It's like a street rule, you know, on the, sh- it's, it's not really, to me, it's not major league baseball. Um, you know, there's no reason to give an edge to a team who did nothing to deserve that edge. Right it should be neutral in extra innings from the start. You know, you should have to earn your way on base. Um, if you're the pitcher, you should not be having to pitch out of the stretch for no reason. If you did nothing wrong, just because you want the games to shorten up. I don't think, you know, I, I listen, baseball is supposed to be long. It was always supposed to be a marathon type of sport. If you don't like its length, I, you know, who cares? It's never been a problem until, you know, these freaking, Folks my age, let's be honest, who are staring at their phones all day with major ADHD can't pay attention for more than a few hours without looking down their phones and being annoyed. So they got to go and complain and we need to shorten the game and all this shit. I think that's absolutely insane. I think we should just leave it as it is. So as far as that extra inning base running thing, not a fan of that either. Um, But whatever, it is what it is there. Um, Some other little... uh, changes i guess or they're going to be the standard dl lists you know i think we're still doing the 10 day and 45 day uh dl um and but there's also going to be a separate covid list you know so if you test positive or i believe if you're if you've been exposed to the virus or if you've shown symptoms you're going to be placed on the covid list and um obviously you've got to be isolated if that happens and it's going to be something I think that definitely will happen. I think there will be some players who get this from playing. Um, I don't think it's avoidable 100%, but I do think if everybody follows these guidelines of uh, avoiding contact and whatever, then we'll be all right. Um, but in my personal opinion, man, I just think like if you're going to play, play, let people be themselves. And if you're going to take that chance, let people take that chance, you know, let the vulnerable be vulnerable and let them take their precautions. But I think people should have the freedom to decide what they want to do. If you're going to play baseball, I wouldn't, I don't like all these restrictions to, you know, but Hey, I'm not the commissioner. Right. Um, you know, also they're moving the trade deadline obviously now to August 31st. Um, so kind of split right in between, um, you know, so in the Yankees case, do they 
search for another starting pitcher. I feel like we're going to, we always hear this every year. We're always in a search for, I feel like we're always in a search for a starting pitcher, which sucks. Even after acquiring Garrett Cole, you know, we lose Severino. We've got some question marks in this rotation. Uh, Montgomery's health. How will he fan uh, fair? So I don't know. You know, Trevor Bauer, he's always making noise at the deadline recently. I don't love him, um, but hey, maybe the Yankees will search for something if they do need it, um, but we'll see. We're not even there yet. Don't even want to get to that yet. Um, it's just one of the things I wanted to touch on, just that the, the deadline will be August 31st now. Um, now, I can't imagine there's going to be any type of all-star break, you know, home run derby, obviously, because this virus, so... I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. No All-Stars this year, which is different. Um, and then the postseason eligibility deadline is September 15th. That will be the day that determines if you're making it or not. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else. I know Brian Cashman said, um, especially for Judge, I think the words for Judge where he was very optimistic that judge will be returning by opening day with that rib injury. At this point, talk is cheap to me, but hey, he's also said that Stanton, Hicks, and Paxton should also be ready. But you know, I'll I'll see it. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. You know, <laughs> but the Yanks at full health will be huge, man. We've never gotten them at full health yet, so to get these guys back on time and ready for opening day would definitely be a tremendous uh, boost. Um, does make you question how some people are going to fit in now with all these guys returning, especially in the outfield with, you know, Clint Frazier's future still up in air. Um, how's Miguel Andujar going to fit? You know, is he DHing? Is he going to be a utility position player, which is insane to me? Or is he going to the Yankees going to give him a shot at third? But I also feel Gio Urshela did more than everything to deserve that starting third base spot. So it's tough to. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they how they do this whole thing with this 30-man roster to start out and who's going to play where. Um, I can imagine with as much log jams as, as the Yankees have, there's going to be a lot of platooning, right? Certain days he's going to play here, that guy will play there. So I can imagine that's probably going to be a case too. Um, what else? What else? So there's, you know, there's really no time now with 60 games to start out slow. And we talked about this last time we talked about the Yankees. I think it was like two episodes ago, you know, a smaller window. So there's less time for streaks, right? You have to be hot more than you are cold. Can't have these slow 10 and nine, 10 and 10 starts that the Yankees like to have here and there, <laughs> you know, so it could end up being a real crapshoot, you know, baseball. People talk about baseball being a crapshoot. Um, I never agree with that, but this time around, I definitely see that being a possibility. Again, with a smaller window, somebody like, you know, a mediocre team like the Toronto Blue Jays, who are actually on the up and up, could end up sliding in the playoffs if they catch a, you know, 10-game win streak at the right time or something like that. And who knows, maybe somebody like the Rays or shit, the Yankees, if they get cold at a bad time, they'll end up slipping or falling to second place and hitting a wild card or worse. You know, you never know in a 60 game season. But that said, you know, my prediction slash expectation slash hope, I guess I did a little bit of a, you know, I picked it apart a bit, the schedule. Um, and I think the Yankees should slash will go 37 and 23, which, you know, if you, if you do the numbers, do the math, 
it's equivalent to 100 wins if you stretch that out across a full 162. Um, you know, that's a 62 win percentage, 617 ball to be specific. Um, so, yeah, I think 37 wins is about the mark they, they might go. You know, playing 40 games in your division. So I, I gave them – so I, I did a little bit of a – I took some notes here. I said I, I, th- I think they'll go 8-2 and two versus Baltimore. I've got them going 5-5 five and five against Toronto. I always feel like they struggle against the Blue Jays for some reason. Um, then against Tampa and Boston, I have them going both 6-4 and four against each of them. Now, in the NL East, which will be obviously the teams they will play outside of their own division, um, 4-0 against the Miami Marlins. I think that will be their one sweep. Um, 2-2 against Philly. Uh, 3-1 against the Mets. I feel like we always go 3-1 against them. Um, 2-2 against the Nationals. They're always tough to play, and we're opening up against the Nats in D.C., so Cole versus uh, Scherzer will be fun but I'm sure they're not going to go too deep into the game being that they've had less time to prepare um, in a sense. Um, And then I have one and three versus the Atlanta Braves. So all that equals out to be 37 and 23, which again is the exact equivalent to 100 games. If you do the math, so 100 wins. Um, So I think that's, you know, that's fair. If they, if that happens, I would not be upset with it. It should be able to give them the division. I would, I would imagine. Um, But again, it's, it's kind of random. You know, it could be a completely random result here. Um, it could go how we think it will, or it could also go the exact opposite of what we think. So we just have to wait and see how it all pans out. And obviously it's all about October in the end. You know, the October playoff bracket is really what will determine the legitimacy of this season in a sense, right? You know, if you're playing clubs who are supposed to make it, then you're, you're, we're good. We don't really have to worry about this season being legitimate as much. Um, but if there are those clubs who usually don't make the playoffs and we're playing them in the playoffs, it's going to leave you with a little bit of an odd feeling, right? Like how legitimate is it? So I guess, you know, the, the playoff bracket is going to determine a decent amount who we are facing. But let's get there first, you know? <laughs> so um, I, I think that's pretty much it, guys. There's not much else to say, you know, other than the Yanks are starting to prep. And today's the first day of Camp 2.0. So we'll see what happens. Let's uh, let's get to our NYY, NYK question of the day, though. All right. So last time out in episode 139, we asked you, since it was a Knicks show, we asked you who led the New York Knicks in total three-point makes this past season. Um, the answer to that question was Marcus Morris with 116. So Marcus Morris led the Knicks with three-pointers made this past season with 116. Um, he obviously hit more than 116 overall in the season, being that he played for the Clippers and will be playing for them as soon as the season resumes. But with the Knicks, he hit 116, which was good enough to still lead the team despite him being traded at the deadline. Um, so tonight's question, a uh, bit of a two-parter. Um, so last year, the Yankees set the record for the most consecutive games hitting a home run. Precisely how many games did that last? And how many home runs did they hit over that span? So once again, last year, the Yankees set the record for the most consecutive games with a home run. Precisely how many games did that last? 
And as a bonus, you know, part two, how many home runs did they hit over that span? So again, message me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Let me know the answer or comment on any one of my posts um, and let me know the answer and I'll give you a shout out. So guys, thank you so much. I think that's pretty much all we've got for this episode of BD4. Um, until next time, guys, that's about it. You know, guys, I, I don't have much else. Um, we'll see what happens. I'm very excited for the season. So that's going to be it. And we'll see you next time out. So this is your host, Rob Carbone with episode 140 of BD4. And um, that's that's it. I'm signing out. I'll see you next time. All right, guys. Thanks so much. And uh, take care. Ciao.